Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Everybody and welcome to episode 94 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I am your host, Evan Dickens, here with Darth Brian Galloway. Brian, what's up, sir? Hey, Evan. How are you today? Are you feeling Sithy today or more Jedi? I'm, I'm, I'm usually always more Jedi than Sithy, but today I could be borderline Sithy. Oh, no. That's not good. So we also have a very special guest with us today. It is Mr. Scott Ferrioli, and he is the president. You know, you could be cool and be the president of one company, but when you're the president of two companies, you're like uber cool. And so he's, he is over buy and sell DVC and DVC rental. Scott, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. So we have Scott on today. You know, Brian and I, we love talking about DVC. Uh, we actually had a trip report with Maria a couple weeks ago who was talking about her stay at the Riviera. Uh, DVC is always interesting to me. Brian, I guess we'll open up with you talking about you, DVC. So tell us real quick what you own DVC, right? So you own directly from Disney, right? And of course, I've always dabbled in it and I can't wait to get DVC and I've, I always talk about it. And then we'll kind of ask Scott some questions about what you Spoonies may have questions about either renting DVC points for your stay instead of, you know, booking Pop Century or booking a moderate. Sometimes it can come out better for you or you know, buying resale versus buying direct. So, Brian, you're a longtime owner, right? 19 years. Um, I own uh, Saratoga and Beach, um, combination of a little over 400 points. Um, I've pretty much been to every resort except for Alani. Um, that's the one I, I've been dying to go to eventually, hopefully eventually soon. Um, I, I just enjoy it. I, I think it's made a big difference to the way I visit Disney and even even out in California, it was like a, it was just an amazing thing to have it because we stayed there so long. We used it as our base home, and that's you know that's for a time for another episode. But I think DVC is just a way to get rooms that you normally can't afford, um, get that the, the kitchen things like that that are just amazing to help enhance your vacation because you can actually save money on food, but you also have that comfort of being home because there's a lot of room. There's, there's extra bathrooms, there's balconies. It's just a better experience, and it really adds to your Disney experience. And a lot of people, until they actually try it, they don't realize it. And I think once they once they go, they do. And, and that's what happened to us. We rented originally, um, and then right afterwards we bought because we couldn't believe how great it was. Yeah, and so it's that's very fascinating to me and I can't wait to become an owner as I will. So that's kind of the, the groundwork of, I know Brian of course has shared his DVC history. So Scott, kind of the, the groundwork for you. So, you know, what is your history with DVC? When did you start this? When did your love for Disney start? What made you go down this road? It, it, it's an interesting one. Cause I, I went to Disney once um, for, for two days when I was 10 years old. I, I, I lived in, I was born and raised in Long Island, and my parents took me to visit my grandparents who lived in Florida. And we only went once. So I was not, you know, I was, I was not a Disney guy growing up. Uh, it all happened when I met 
the person who became my wife, and she had some. Uh, I was called the. That's even amazing. Eastern Airlines, Eastwind Airlines. Yeah, yeah. The original one. She had some tickets that were expiring. It was for her and her sister. They were going to expire, and we were dating for like three months. And she said, "I've got these tickets to go down to Disney. You know, you're interested in going down." So we went to Disney, and you know, I had a nice time. I didn't really have a huge love for it just yet. But like the next year, we went to Aruba, and I was like, "Man, I spent I spent twice as much as I did in Aruba than I did at Disney, and I had much more fun at Disney." So then we started incorporating it, and we started going to Disney every single year with other vacations. And then we got to the point where we were just going to Disney three times a year because we loved it so much. So from Long Island to Disney three times a year, when did you make the move to uh, Windermere, right? That's where you live yeah. now? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, when did you, you do that? We moved to Florida in 2016. Okay, cool. Is that when you started your, your company then? No, uh, I, I started my company back in the first company, which was DVC-Rental. Yep. Back in uh, 2012. 2012. Yep. And then, so, yep. yeah, go ahead. I what happened is they, it got, you know, we became very popular, got relatively big. And then a lot of people were asking us, you know, do we do we a thing with resales? So it just kind of made sense to take that next step. Going. We've already, I already work with thousands of DVC members. Why don't we just like branch out and possibly start selling contracts as well? So that several years later, we then brought in buy and sell DVC. So this is interesting to me. So you're, you know, this is, you're someone who deals with this every single day. And I've, we've done an episode on Disney Vacation Club. We've done a, you know, we've talked about it back and forth. I've tangled with it. I've done the math of buying direct from Disney, buying resale from Disney or buying resale third party. And, and resale from like buying like with you, Scott, is so much cheaper than any other option price per point for what you get for your money. Um, what are some of the common things you hear from people or maybe questions that someone who's never done this before we talk about renting? Cause I know Brian's got some you know things to say about that. So like those that are considering a resale Disney vacation club contract, what are some of the things that you hear the most or talk about the most, maybe some hot topics with that? I'd say possibly the most common things that people have heard over the years that, you know, timeshares are horrible and that, you know, you, you lose all your money. They're not worth anything. And as you guys probably know with DVC, they have something called right of first refusal. So if you ever want to go sell your contract, it holds its value. And I'd say the majority of the people's contracts that we sell over the years end up making money on the deal. So they, you know, they'll stay at Disney for 15 years and then sell the contract and end up coming out ahead. So I, I think just it's a lot of people just don't fully understand like what DVC is. One of the main things is the differences between resale versus buying direct. Like, you know, there are some perks that you don't get when you buy resale. But I mean, that that's probably the main two is that just the not understanding. I, I always joked around. I said, I, I wish I could walk around um, just a Magic Kingdom as an example and ask people like, how many of you know what DVC is? And I, even though there's stands set up all over the place, I would guess that maybe five, ten percent of the people actually know what DVC is, yet they're in the park spending their money, not realizing that there's possibly a better way to do this for their families. That is an excellent point. Brian, what are your thoughts on that? Because well okay so we, that's a very right, very good so segue. Wait, okay. So wait, me and me and Brian talk all the time. We we don't really it's not like a game, but we always think how many people in Magic Kingdom or in any park or in this spot know about this? Like we, like we've talked about before, how many people actually 
are active on my Disney experience out of the 54,000 people that average visiting Magic Kingdom each day. You know, we always like to talk about that kind of stuff. So how many, you know, people see, they walk by the booths that say Disney Vacation Club, but they don't, they may think, like you said, Scott, oh, it's a timeshare. It's it's like my yeah. grandma used to own, and they would get the, the 27th week each year in Daytona Beach. And yeah. th- that's just not anything the same of like that at all. So uh, it's very interesting. So, Brian, what were you going to say? Yeah. So this this that exactly it. So I think it's it hurts it a little bit when people are stuck. Their heads are stuck in their phone, walking around. They don't even see half the stands. And I notice that a lot because the stands are all over the place, and the people are so very helpful, and they they they're always um, if you have questions, they they always they're just very very helpful. I I think that that's a problem. I think the fact that right now people don't even see what's around. They, they're actually on their phones focused to going, you know, from one place to another, and they're going to miss a lot of these things, including this. But I can tell you, Scott, at the very beginning when, you know, DVC or the origin times, the booths are all over the place too. But it used to say, remember you used to say, I have a secret or something like Disney, that. that Disney's had these signs Disney's up. best kept secret. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah. the thing is, unless you went over and asked, they really never bothered you. Yeah. They never yeah. bothered you. And you'd have to go over there and ask them. And that, and my wife, you know, to her credit, she did. She went, oh, I got to go see what the secret is. And she goes over and asks. And, and then we went on a tour. And that's how we fell in love with it. Um, and it, that is something that I don't know how we can change it. Because I know Disney doesn't want to push. They don't, but there are so many people that could benefit by just the experience. Because, again, it, it's a much – once you do it, <laughs> and then you change and you try to go back to the nor- a normal room. You nope. don't want to. You feel like <laughs> something's missing on my, vac- my vacation. It really does. So, you know, one of Disney's biggest selling points that they say buying direct from them is if you typically stay at a high moderate to deluxe room when you vacation, then you'll be saving money by buying directly with Disney. But I would argue that if you buy resale, you're even going to be saving if you do some value rooms during certain times and moderate because I've priced it out. So uh, my story is I've only stayed at one deluxe resort, which is Saratoga Springs. I've stayed at every moderate and every value. And uh, just, but of course, I'm kind of newer to the Disney scene. You know, probably seven years or eight years is how long I've been going to Disney. But I think about what I've spent so far and how I could have a a, a resale DVC contract and yeah. probably saving money and I will be staying deluxe. And so that's where people don't know a lot of stuff is the resale versus direct. And I think it's worth people doing the math on it. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And if you talk to a lot of DVC members, the, the main problem that they have is they, they'll majority will say that they just wish they had bought sooner because they don't realize that you go back just like you said you, you and you picture all of those stays you had and you go i, I could have bought a contract I, I could have been staying at higher end resorts for the same exact price for all these things possibly got some discounts along the way or promotions or special events so it's they, they do really add up yeah um and, and secondly what a lot of people don't know is you know disney so like you talked about, Scott, there is perks that you get with buying Disney Vacation Club direct from Disney that you don't get with buying, say, through your resale, reseller or resale contract. 
And that is that little blue card that gives you your discounts and stuff like that. But what a lot of people don't know is that Disney can revoke those at any time uh, or, or change it or get rid of something. Or they may say, you know what, no more discounts on this place or this item or this category. Uh, they could change that at any time. So uh, I did the math and the money that you save you know, buying if you bought direct or resell through Disney, and with if you have your blue card, versus buying a resale contract, the price you're paying per point for your resale contract is so much cheaper than even a lot of the discounts that you would be getting adding up to be. And I think, I, Scott, I'm I'm selling it for you. <laughs> you're hired, sir. Yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, I, I've done a lot of research, y'all. I I, I really have, and uh, it's it's. I, I'm kicking myself for not doing it, but Brian, you have some questions about like some. Well, well see, so I, I think, I, I think that people don't realize the you when you say when you talked about hey some perks and some values and things like that, but I I, I just that is probably the biggest thing. What, you know, when you talk when people come to you and they say they want you know they want to rent versus versus buy or or anything like that. Um, what is the normal process that's involved? So I, I think what's a what's a common process? So let's say I'm a, I'm a person that, you know, I I'm on the I'm on the the edge. I'm not sure which which way I want to go. So what kind of process would I go into the point of like looking? You know, hey, I want to rent. What do I, what do I do? Can you just explain to us? Like give us like the like typical um, the typical process. Uh, things have changed a little bit over the past couple of years for the for the better for us. Um, previously, what you would have to do is go on our website. Um, you'd click a button that says like, I think check availability, and you would just essentially tell us what dates you wanted to go, and then we'd have to log into the DVC system and just get back to you with all the availability, all the pricing, all all, all the information that you need to make a decision. Um, right now, we've got everything a lot more automated. When you click the check availability button. You put in exactly what date you're looking for, and we're able to get the information from Disney to tell you exactly what is available. It gives you the cost of every single room. It's got pictures of each room. It's got um, all the information for every single resort on there. It'll t- you know, tell you what restaurants they have, um, pools. Just everything is right on there for you. And what's all, also really nice now is, and truthfully, this is since the pandemic, um, all of our reservations automatically now come with our no questions asked uh, travel agent. Uh, sorry, tra- travel insurance free of charge. Oh wow, that's so, great. Yeah, that previously that was an add-on where you said you know you, you could not have the insurance or you know we charge you a little bit more and you could get the insurance. After COVID, that you know we had to reschedule like five hundred families' vacations for them. And none oh. of the, I'd say ninety-five percent of them did not have insurance. You know, so technically, you know, per the contract, you know the they're kind of out of luck almost. However, we sat there and just rebooked and rescheduled and helped everybody out. And then we just said, you know what? It just, it makes sense. Let's just give everybody the travel insurance. That way they're, they're covered no matter what. Now, do you get a lot of return customers? Yes, absolutely. Cause I, I mean, it, again, not honestly, not like doing a plug or anything, but truthfully, no, once no, people stay, once people stay in the DVC rooms at a discounted rate, they like you mentioned before, like they don't really want to go back to regular rooms. So we, we get a lot of return customers and we get a lot of people who send their friends and family our way because most of the people who are coming you know, our way are, are people with youngish children, which typically means they've got friends that are around the same age and they've got young kids or their friends' families. You know? So 
there's a lot of repeat customers and uh, referrals over from them. I think DVC spoils you. That's, that's another thing too. And, and again, and, and folks, and you don't know until you actually do it because it does spoil you. It really does. Um, so Scott, what do you, what are your favorite? Now, I, I know my favorites and I, I think Evan you know, is, he knows his, but we, but we've talked about it, but what are your favorite resorts? Like, like, like what's your top three or what's your top four? Let's do a Mount Rushmore. We, 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 we like to go through those type of, what's your top four uh, DVC resorts? You know, overall okay. resort, you could, it, it could be for any reason. It doesn't have to be like the, the best, you know, best rooms or anything. just the combination, you know, the four best that, that you could think of. I know we're, I'm putting you on the spot. So I know. Yeah, you are. It's, it's a good question. I, I know my top two always. And a lot of these, my top two are the ones I've definitely, I've stayed at the most. I enjoy the most. And one of the reasons I like them is because there are less amount of points than a lot of the other resorts. Boardwalk and Animal Kingdom, especially Jumbo House, are my absolute two favorite resorts. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's again, interesting. not 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 the most expensive. You know, R- R- Riviera is beautiful, Grand Floridian is beautiful, Polly. Those are the three most expensive ones. You know, and they're all you know right there on the monorail or you know easy Skyliner access to the parks. I, I love the less expensive ones because again, when I'm booking these, I'm using my own points, so I'm trying to be as thrifty as I can <laughs> to make you know to, to make everything last as long as I can. So those are my top two. Um, I, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw Vero Beach in there, which is oh, not a, a Disney one. World I resort. Vero Beach. I'm not Vero sure Beach. if it's cheating. I, no, I, Brian. Oh loves no, Vero no, that's I, gonna I, be I, one of my that, that's one of my yeah. top four. That's one of mine. Yep, love Vero. We, we typically go once or twice a year for three or four nights. We're Next trip is scheduled for um, August at Vero Beach with us uh, before the kids go back to school. And number four, I'm probably going to have to go. I'm going to go with, oh gosh, it's, I'm going with Wilderness <laughs> Lodge. I, okay. I was just at Copper Creek slash Wilderness Lodge a couple weeks ago, and it's such a beautiful resort. It's, it's so different than the others that I, I'm going to go with Wilderness Lodge. But the thing is, it, as you know, they're, they're all so different and they all have great options and you know different appeals to them so it's like it's like picking your favorite kids right now going which one do i want i don't know <laughs> exactly and, and yeah i'm a big wilderness fan i yeah, love the I'm fact that they wilderness. have that extra the extra lobby and the extra area there um i i'm also a beach club because of the pool but yep. i we stayed in boardwalk last year and i had been there before but last year we stayed there for a longer period of time and i i really i i got my love back for it. It is, it is a great resort. It's just, it's situated so well. It's so calm too. It's very calm. Um, yeah. Boardwalk has got, and Vero is just, Vero is Vero. And I think a lot of people don't realize it's, they, they go, well, there's not a lot to do there, but it's so relaxing. And you go to Vero and you, you get like refreshed every time you go there. And it they have a great lobby too, which a lot of, another thing, it's one of my favorite lobbies. I just think it's very homey and you feel very comfortable there. So I'm a, I'm a very big fan of Vero. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, there is not, as you said, there is not a ton of stuff to do there. That's why I was like three or four nights is perfect there. Or, you know, if you think of doing a longer trip do a couple days at Walt Disney World, then zip down to Vero just to unwind. Because after doing Disney for several days, you, you kind of need a vacation because it could get a little hectic. So yes. I love the I love the Vero Beach option. It is so, it's a great one. Scott, have you been to Hilton Head? I have. Uh, last time I was there was probably eight or nine years ago i I definitely it's what it's on my list of getting back there sometime soon but it's it's been a little while since i've been to hilton head but you when you went there they had shadow and blue crab were they there too when you went yeah because that's that's another i know shadow's not there back again hopefully soon but um i know heard blue crab is back so that that is actually a great thing yeah i heard that just recently not aware of that yes 
so w- I wonder why, and and you may know this, and so I'm getting into like DVC theory here, but speaking of resale contracts, Hilton Head, and it's like you don't want to say this too loud almost, Hilton Head and Vero are like almost a steal <laughs> on, <laughs> on DVC contracts. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why are they so much cheaper per point? Is it just because it's not the the main Florida property destination of, of Disney world. I, 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 that's definitely one of the reasons, um, because with, with those resorts, you know, with DVC, you're able to book your home resort up to 11 months in advance, and then you could switch to any other resort seven months out. Yeah. And if you've got Vero or Hilton head and you, you know, you're able to book that as your, as your home, it doesn't really make too much sense to book that if you know, you want to go to Walt Disney world. So right. knowing you have to switch every single time, and there not being any other options possibly can put you in a bind. Like the other one, like Saratoga Springs is an absolute steal. And that's where the lower priced ones. And one of the good things about Saratoga is that, you know, you can book that at 11 months out and that way, you know, you're guaranteed to be on property. And if you don't want to stay there and you want to switch it somewhere else, that's great. And you can try that at seven months, but you know, at least you're going to be on property with Bureau beach and Hilton head. You don't have that benefit. And, the other main reason I think also, besides that they have 2042 expirations, right. although a yeah. lot of the original resorts have that as well, but they also have much higher maintenance fees. Yes, I've noticed so, that. Yeah, so a lot of people don't, you know, they don't really want to stay to, to lock in a non-Disney property with an earlier expiration and high maintenance fees. So it, it's driven the market down. And it, it, they can be absolutely great deals, though. Golly, I mean, you're talking about, yeah, then you start doing the math and you're like, okay, $80, $90 a point versus like <laughs> 120 a point or 130 mm-hmm. a point, depending on, you know, whatever. But it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to look at. And so I live about a little under four hours from Hilton Head. So I'm in you know, central Georgia. So that's, I mean, there's a lot of perks for, I really like Hilton Head a lot. And there's something else I've noticed too. If you have, and tell me if this is true, because this is kind of what I've noticed. If you have flexibility in your vacationing, so you're not a teacher, you can kind of vacation whenever with your work schedule or whatever. Um, there's typically, and you don't really care what DVC resort you'd say on Walt Disney World property. A, a lot of times there's most likely going to be something available for you if you are flexible and sometimes you're uh, <laughs> a little living dangerously because you wait a little bit long, you know, or, or if people cancel or stuff like that. Is, is that typically true if you have flexibility and there's a lot of times something available, whether it's Old Key West, Saratoga, something like that. You're absolutely correct. Um, I, I own several contracts. Uh, the majority of my points happen to be at Saratoga Springs, and I've stayed at Saratoga Springs once in my life. Same <laughs> as me. Stay, Same as me, Scott. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I use it to stay. And again, there's nothing wrong with Saratoga Springs. No. It's just I like uh, other resorts more, and I'm easily able to get them typically at seven months. You know, if you're sitting there going, I. I need this specific night and you know, I, I really need to be at beach club. You know, you, you could be disappointed, right. but as you mentioned, if, if you're a little flexible with resorts or if you're a little flexible with dates, being able to get something at the seven month window is typically not a problem. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too. So, um, Brian, what else, what else do you have uh, question wise as far as is DVC either resale or rental goes? Well, okay. So it's, it's another good, another good one here. Um, so, what about, I mean, obviously everybody always says that, you know, okay, beach club pool. I'm not going to talk about storm along Bay. So, okay. Outside of storm along Bay, DVC pools. What do you think your, what's your, what's your favorite DVC pool? Cause that, that, you know, being the pool part of it, you know, another 
point about DVC rental is you don't have to go to the parks every day to have a good time because these resorts have a lot to do. We, we talked about maybe Vero doesn't have a ton to do, but for a couple of days, it keeps you busy. But the other resorts have a lot to do. Um, what do you think as far as though, that point of the resort, like who has the best pool beside, let's, besides Stormalong Bay? Like go, go from there. What, what do you think? Your, what's your favorite pools? Hmm. Uh, top two, I'd say besides Stormalong Bay, I, I like Stormalong Bay. One thing, there's one thing that I always point out that I really dislike about Stormalong Bay, and a lot of parents don't realize this. And we, we get a lot of requests going, it's the best pool on property. I've got to be there. If you have young kids, you know they're going to want to go in the slide. And for the children to go in the slide, they physically have to leave Beach Club property, cross over a little, you know, uh, biking little slash walkway, walking yes, path, yes. exactly, to go up the slide. So it's, you know, either you're going to be walking with them or you're going to be trusting them to kind of leave the resort to, to go on the slide. So if you've got young kids, it's not possibly the greatest option or there's some parts that they're deeper in the pools. So there's a lot of people who say, I have to be at Stormlong Bay and it's not really my favorite just kind of because of those options. I find Polynesian and Grand Floridian, I think have fantastic pools. Kidani is probably right up there as well, but they've got some really nice pools as well. But Beach, Beach Club and Stormlong Bay are nice, but a little stuff that a lot of people don't consider and the thing is, you know, people always mention this. That's why I, I, I kind of want to throw that out there is that everybody goes Stormalong Bay and it's a, it's a great pool, but there are some things that aren't as great about it where you might, I mean, that could definitely well, be know, a the, deal the, breaker for you. No, I have to say that, yeah, the lazy river is very deep. Yes. It's very deep. Like if, if people are not good swimmers um, and then there's that, there's that one whirlpool section. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. When you come down the, when you come down the slide and there's this one, like, it spins around like crazy, and and, you can, and if you're not a good spinner, a good swimmer, you you can get sucked in there. Um, it is it is pretty interesting that you said that because I love it. I've loved it. You know, we used to love it with our kids because of the, mm -hmm. the kitty area for little kids. It's great because the water is so shallow, and you could just sit there and you're not. You, it's but it's that age in between there where they like they want to go on the, the water slides. They have to go across the walkway. That's so funny that you said that because I used to that used to bother me a lot with my girls. Yeah, I, I never understood that. I never understood that. I'm like, you, you built this like amazing pool area, but you've got to have your kids leave the property. And a lot of times, as you know, there's little, there's Surrey bikes going by and there's joggers and there's all sorts of like stuff going on. And your kids are like trying to run across this to leave and go up the slide. It's just, it, it, again, I'm sure there's probably not too many issues, but it just, it, as a parent, it always made me a little worrisome because, you know, my kids, the first thing they want to do is go on the slides. And I'm like, and depending on age, I, I may have to walk you over there. Right. I right. Don't really At a certain age, there's no much. problem. Yeah. And if oh, you're yeah. going with them, but I say, I, for the most of the times, I used to just go with my kids. And after a while, <laughs> I was like, okay, this, this is a nutty slide. But yeah. how about boardwalk? Do you do you like the <laughs> the, the, the the clown being gone? I, like I I was kind of upset. I just I don't know. I I kind of I always liked the clown. Maybe because I'm from New Jersey. I don't know. I, I just kind of <laughs> like the clown. I don't know. I I. I'll tell you, I, I've, there's been over the years, I've dealt with so many people who have freaked out by the clown. It never <laughs> bothered me. I mean, I don't mind that they changed it personally, but I mean, there were a lot of people who were completely freaked out by the clown, or especially at night when its eyes were sitting there glowing. And you, it is true. You, yes. come at, you come out of the clown's mouth, and that freaked out so many of our clients. They're like, I'm anywhere but the boardwalk pool. Like, you know, I love boardwalk, I love beach club, but I'm not going in that boardwalk pool. <laughs> but ne never never bothered me, and I, I love the boardwalk pool. Well, I have um, so you know another interesting thing is um, the is it true that 
Old Key West has the largest rooms, right? Is that still is that still uh, the truth or not the, anymore? Not anymore. Um, the studios now Polynesian has the largest rooms. Uh, one bedrooms, I still believe they're the largest. Old Key West, two bedrooms. I, I think they may have lost the title. They might still have the largest two bedrooms, but studio wise, it, it's definitely it's Polynesian. On one oh, interesting. Property. Yeah, I have a friend who who actually was an original. He was original DVC member before it was even called Old Key West. It was something else, right? I forget the mm-hmm. exact name, but um, he he bought there. So he, his price per point is so low; it just it's <laughs> shocking what he paid. Um, what a great value that was at the time, right? Not 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 you know where, where no one even knew what it was, you know. And what you think back now, like I have a really good price point on one of mine, and um, I I'm, you know, I can't believe that when I see the prices nowadays. But um, it is it is pretty crazy how you know if you think about that. If you were in that first group, mm-hmm. it was a steal. And you used to get free tickets with it as well. Yes, yes. I, mean, I think you know buy-in was like around fifty dollars. I think some maybe some price points it might have been like you know uh, point wise it might have been like forty-five dollars a point. And to, to think of that, you could sit there and use use DVC to take twenty years of Disney vacations and then turn around and sell it for more than double what you paid for it is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane to think about that. Yeah. Um, so my story about me staying only one time at Deluxe and and when when I tell the story, then I'll at the end have you kind of, Scott, talk about why it's not smart to do what I did. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I actually, we were planning to go and we had some moderate booked and I forgot what it was. And then I was like, you know, I've always looked at renting DVC. I looked at a couple companies, which I, makes me bring up another point, but I looked up a couple companies and I was like, well, I didn't really see anything, you know, maybe not what I was really looking for. Then I kind of forgot about it. Well, then, you know, there's groups out there and I'll talk about the dangers of this where people offer to rent their own points. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I did that uh, with a, a lady and it turns out that it, it was okay with her. And that's what was our stay at Saratoga was. We got there. Um, let's talk about Saratoga for a second. So, you know, I've told Brian a little bit about our stay. I did a whole trip report on an earlier episode of when we did Saratoga and we booked a just standard view, which, you know, you could be anywhere. You could be like, you could on that property. It's so huge. You could be staying at like universal studios and <laughs> walking all the way to get food. Not really, but it feels like it. And we got upgraded to, uh, I guess the Springs building, which is uh, one of the preferred buildings right there. And that was amazing. Uh, we were so close to the pool. Uh, we were very close to walking to Disney Springs right there. It was it was really just a beautiful property. And we had like a little river out our balcony. It, it was so serene. And that was our first stay at a studio. But uh, the only place that we have, so you know, we have an almost two-year-old and we bring the pack and play with us. And that's what he sleeps in whenever we go to Disney. At the deluxe studio, most a lot of them, when you open the door, have like a little, like a little foyer, a little hallway, or something in a deluxe studio that right there, that we put like at Saratoga, we put his pack and play right there. Let me just tell you that that was a lifesaver on that trip. And the only other room on property outside of a deluxe is at Grand Casino Tower at Coronado Springs. They also have a little hallway where you can kind of walk in the hall and then the room is past that hall. Otherwise, you know, well, just parents, if you're bringing your kids or one, two, something like that, and you're wanting to sleep in a pack and play, unless you stay deluxe or at Grand Casino Tower, you're, they're going to be in the room with you. Like 
Pop Century, they're like an arm's reach away from you, right? So that deluxe studio gives you that space. And that's what I think we loved the most about it was we weren't we weren't even in a one bedroom. We were just in a deluxe studio and how we still felt that separation because it was just bigger than just a standard room. And so that's what kind of started us on that conversation. But kind of give the benefits of renting through your company versus, you know, someone sees Joe Schmo and he's wanting to rent his points. Um, I mean, the, the, the main difference, I mean, I, there are a lot of people who rent points from individuals online. And, and if you do that, definitely please make sure that you protect yourself. Look into that person. There's, you're able to search for people's deeds online. Do some research. Try to get reviews from that person. Um, I, it doesn't happen a lot. I, I will say since the pandemic, there has definitely been an increase of people getting scammed online. Yes. With people, I guess, you know, I guess, you know, bad times bring out the worst in some people, you know, maybe they didn't want to, but they had to, but it, it, it's definitely something to be careful about. I mean, odds are, you know, if you're comparing a legitimate company versus booking from an individual, you know, the legit, legitimate company is going to charge more because, you know, but we, they have to make, you know, we have to make money on the deal and we have to go out. We have, we offer the insurance. So anything that you book through us, you're covered if there's ever any issues. Um, you know, if you give your money to an individual, they disappear on you. I mean, you're in trouble. There's really not much you could do. We try to file a police report or a lawsuit. When you work with any a company, and you know, there's several legitimate companies. You know, all of them will back you up. Again, all of our reservations automatically have the trip insurance on there. If for some reason anything ever happened, I mean, to be honest, we've done probably fourteen, fifteen thousand reservations. Twice there have been issues where. A reservation got canceled. One of them was a DVC member passed away. And when they passed on the deed to the children, they canceled all the reservations that were on there. And, you know, what we've done is, you know, we've gone out and either gone and booked the same exact room. Once once we went out and we paid cash for the, the room directly through Disney, it you know, cost us a lot more because Disney's a lot more expensive than when you rent points. But, you know, you're protected through us. Uh, another one, we switched hotels for the person. I, I honestly don't remember where they had booked but we gave them what options were left they were happy we switched them it was a two-bedroom at animal kingdom and we also gave them um, a 200 hundred dollar disney gift card as an apology because again it's not exactly what they had wanted but they were fine with it and we brought them some gifts and stuff as well but that's you know, great you, you've, that's you've great. always got a lot more protection when you're working with a legit company that's so, the biggest uh point right there is that yeah. you know is it if I'm renting from someone and I see them online or, or just let's just use Brian, for example, because he's a really shady guy. Yes, say I yeah. want to rent through uh, through Brian and I reach out to him and, and I say, hey, Brian, here's my dates. And you're like, hey, yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll book this for you and then just shoot me Cash App or Venmo or PayPal or something. And I shoot it to him and then he just goes and cancels and keeps my money. Yeah. Uh, that's very real. And I see it happening on on Facebook and groups a lot. And. Um, a lot of times those scammers get called out, but it still happens. Yeah. And that's, you know, sometimes you get recovered, sometimes you don't, but that's still a huge hassle. So not only do you get insurance like with y'all, but you get the assurance that you're booking legitimately. And that's a huge plus. Yeah, uh, these are not small transactions. You know, this is not like, you know, I got ripped off of $40. You know, these people are losing you know, thousands and thousands of exactly. dollars. Right. My, my, my thought was always like, you know, I'll, I'll do this online 
I, I, you know, I always advertise online in different groups. I'm saying, here, you can check through us. And I'm constantly seeing people going, oh, you, you, you know, you're much more expensive than I see other people offer it for. And I always picture, I'm like, you know, if, if you've got a problem with your car, are you going to sit there and go to a, a local you know, shop that has been in business for a you know, dozen plus years and has reviews where you could drive by some random neighborhood and see a guy working on his car in the garage and you're like, hey, how much to fix my transmission? Oh, I could, I'll save $600 to go through this exactly. guy who I've never, exactly. I've never heard of before. And it's even worse when it's the internet. At least you know where that guy lives in, you know, where his car and his garage is, you know, on the internet. You have no idea what the person on the other end is, you know. They could be using a fake name. It's, it, I mean, and that's a lot of the ones I, I've seen well, recently. There's, there's a, yeah, and there's, and there's a reason why you're in existence all these years, right? Because you're, there's, there, there must, you must be doing something right, or otherwise you wouldn't be around this long doing it. And, that, and that's the truth. Yeah, when you look online, we have hundreds and hundreds of reviews. On, on Facebook, we have a 4.9 out of 5 star rating. On, 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 on Google reviews, we've got a 5 star out of 5 star rating. It's like, you know, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of reviews on here. And truthfully, which also really stinks because when you've done, you know, 15,000 transactions, barely anybody leaves you reviews. Yeah, <laughs> and no, you know, that's hard. There should be thousands and thousands of reviews. There's hundreds and hundreds of reviews that you can see every single thing that's happened on there So versus... Oh, I saw this random guy on a message board, and you know, I gave him money. Hope it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I have a question as a as a as a you know. So you've 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 been an owner for a while, and you have a couple contracts. Have did you ever go to any of those? Because you, do you remember they used to have those big sessions in the uh, like Atlantic Dance Hall, or sometimes at the top of the world where they would have like um, owner, I don't know, giveaways and stuff, and then they had that. Um, there's that one lady who used to do the the, uh, the game show DVC. Yep. Did you? I I've never been to any of the any of the um, events, but I'm very familiar with DVC. Yeah, you know, the, that used the, to be the hilarious. DVC. I, <laughs> it used to crack me up. Did you know? Did you know the person? No, no. I, I've I've seen videos of her, and I think uh, I saw her like recording once, but I've never actually been was, to like. She was an hilarious. Event with she was her. terrific. I don't know why they yeah, didn't do it but. But I used to I used to go whenever it was usually like like a certain day you like usually you would get your room and they would give you like a little itinerary and they would say like you know maybe on a Wednesday or Thursday there's a they were gonna have something somewhere it would be one of the you know one of the areas and Atlantic Dan- if I was at Beach Club I'd run over to Atlantic Dance Hall and see something and um, at the Bay Lake Towers they had a couple over at, up at the top of the World Lounge which I thought was so cool those were great things too and I went to one at Grand Florida I mean um, sorry Grand Californian which was really cool. That was a really big event. They even had they brought a, they brought Mickey Mouse in only you know just for the DVC members for the and it was just an amazing event there. They gave away prizes and they had all these different things. So they do a lot of cool things like that. I hope they continue to to do it. I haven't my last trip I didn't see anything like that, but I know it's more pandemic-y. I don't know what's happening with that. But do you, what do you think? Do you think we're going to get start seeing more of those perks come back? Maybe. I it's really hard to tell, and yeah. again. With t- with the uh, the new renewal of Bob Chapek, Chapek, um, <laughs> I don't know. He seemed to be tightening the budget on a lot of things. So I don't I don't know what they're going to do. Or how much extra stuff they're going to be doing? It seems that a lot of stuff, as you guys, I'm sure have known already, that it's been cut back. In DC oh yeah, now. like valley parking and a lot of things. Oh yeah. yeah, there was a lot. I mean, when you fir- when I first started, the 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 perks were. Remember, they used to give us a little perk book, and it would have all the different things inside of it, all different things. Oh, wow, this is great stuff. And then eventually, it was a perk card, which so there wasn't as many things, but there were some. And now that you have to go on and look on the site, but there are still some perks and which which are cool. But there used to be a lot, and there, there used to be enough that 
with that and, and the price savings and like that, it was a really super good value. It's still a great value. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I have this feeling, and maybe it's just me, but I'm kind of thinking that somewhere down the line, we're going to see more of the DVC, at least for blue card, you know, who are, who are you know, people who own. Um, I think you're going to see some perks coming back. I, I just, I have this feeling, maybe, uh, maybe not, but just to, to set aside, you know, what, what difference differentiates DVC from the rest besides the room? And that could be it, but we'll see. Who knows? Not definitely. I mean, as you probably know, with the announcement that Bay Lake at the uh, top of the world lounge is going to be reopening. Yes. Now they're saying that it's going to be blue card only out of, oh out of nowhere. Gosh. So it's just, it, I think, you know, and the thing is truthfully DVC needs the resale market because they're not buying everything back and they need to keep the prices, you know, as high as they are. So they really need the resale market, but every couple of years or so, they just seem to move some perks around and shift stuff and take away some. So, there's, there's definitely always the case that they're going to be, you know, extending more to the blue card. So I, the top of the world lounge yeah. is, is one of the best perks too. That I'm so glad that's coming back for, you know, I heard for a while that it wasn't, there was a chance it wasn't going to come back. And that is one of the coolest things that they've ever provided to DVC members. And, you know, I love it, but yeah, I, I if you buy, if you're buying the, especially if you're staying at Bay Lake tower, you should be able to go. I mean, I, I don't know why, yeah. you know, whether or not you're, a blue card or not, if you're at Bay Lake Tower, you kind of should be able to go. I don't know why you would not be able to, uh, and that that's that's a tough thing for me to stomach. Yeah, I think just that they need to, as you know, every year direct pricing goes up. You know, they just had a, a increase of uh, three resorts last week. It wasn't announced. All of a sudden, they just increased direct pricing for three resorts. They need to keep justifying, you know, why they're charging as much and why they're charging more and why you shouldn't go resale. So. Every time they raise the prices up, you have to say, but, but you know, you're going to get this now, <laughs> or we're going to take away this and you get this. You know, that's how we're going to justify you paying $280 a point through us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So a couple of interesting things to note, though, is one is if you rent DVC points or if you buy a resale contract, you are not treated any differently once you're there. I mean, you are you're welcomed home. Even if you're renting, when I went rented that time, I was like, I'll walk in and welcome home. I'm like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll pretend this week, you know? Uh, so, you know, you're treated the same, you're treated by this, you get the same service, you get the same, you know, experience as like from the, the cast members, you know, you're not, you're not treated like a low life because you rented or you have a resale contract and you didn't buy through Disney. Um, so that's, it's good to know that you'll get the same quality service no matter what. But, you know, the second thing is, a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, there, there's people talk about the discounts. Like, you know, I get, I can get my discount, my blue card with my discounts. Yeah, but a lot of Disney Vacation Club owners are also annual pass holders. Mm-hmm. And you get pretty much very close to the same discounts as, yep. as yeah, not if you exactly, have a blue card. But, but I would say 80% it's, the same, yeah. It's very close yeah. um, if, if you have a blue card versus an annual pass holder. So that's also a perk, too. And a lot of DVC owners are annual pass holders. So, you know, I think like some people say, uh, "Hey, I'm going to show you my annual pass holder, my DVC card. Just give me whatever you know <laughs> works the best." But uh, you can still I just get want food ta- I just want Tables of Wonderland to come back. If that happens, I'll be yeah. really happy. That's the one I'm waiting for. Yeah, that that that's um, a lot of people are waiting on that one. But I don't know. I think uh, Scott, what are some of your final some of your final thoughts about maybe the perks or just 
I don't know any anything. It's kind of like you know you have the floor. Just any anything about DVC in general you want people to know or uh, like things you're seeing or anything like that. I mean, I, honestly, if any, I, I say this to anyone out there, if you're thinking of going to Disney, definitely look into renting points. Compare it to what Disney's pricing. You know, charging always, always check. You know, typically when you rent points, you're saving around forty to fifty percent of what Disney's charging for the identical rooms. Plus one of the other perks that we didn't mention yet is that whenever you stay at a Disney resort on points, you don't have to pay the parking fee. And Disney charges charges $25 per night to park at the deluxe resorts when you stay directly with them. So not only do you save 40, 50% off Disney's prices, you also are going to save that $25 a night parking charge, which that could buy a lot of churros. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some good points. Brian, what's what's your some of your closing thoughts and then we'll let Scott tell everyone where they can find him. Yeah, I I think people, you know, and I, we we've stressed this before and um I really think that you have to try it. You should try if you haven't tried it, you got to try it. If you do try it, you're probably not going to go going to want to go back. So, I mean, I'm sort of go back to the way you did it previously. It is a better way to experience a great experience. So, hey, Disney experiences are great. You want to make it even better? Stay at a DVC, DVC resort. Um, I, I, I mean, tell you something. I have made believers out of a lot of people. I've actually referred a lot of people um, that have gone to, you know, to to actually buy. Um, and I will, I will continue to do that because I still think it's been a great thing for my family. It's been a great investment, and um, I, you know, I think very highly of it. And you know that. If anybody who's listened to this show knows that already, but. And I do, Scott, you know, I really appreciate you coming in. And, and I just want to say that because um, I've, I've wanted to have you on for a while. And I just, it wasn't the right, you know, we're, we're still growing and trying to build up this podcast. But I think it's, it was an appropriate time. And I really appreciate you coming on. No, I, I greatly appreciate being invited. And I mean, honestly, it's, it's <clears throat> I, I like talking about it because it's something I believe in. I've been a DVC member since 2008. I've always bought all of my contracts resale before I even started any of my companies. And it's something I'm passionate about talking about and I'm passionate about the parks. And I, again, we moved down here six years ago. I'm literally right behind magic kingdom. I, I could be on Disney property. Once I get out of my little development in about 40 seconds. God, so I, I'm is, right here. We're so I, jealous right now. We are. I, I, I used to say to my wife, I used to, I used to love watching the fireworks when I was when we were visiting down here, and I, I used to joke with my wife and say that you know I, I wish every single one of my days ended with a fireworks show. Like I wish you know, I used to commute to Manhattan, and take the train home. Like I said, I just wished wouldn't it be great if every night you just like cap off the day, be like fireworks show, that's great, day's over. And now, honest, I I can see the fireworks from my house. They're, they're no, like, you can't. Oh, right behind me. Yeah, I, in fact, I I can see them from my from my bed if I want. <laughs> so I can lay there in bed and watch the fireworks. So. <laughs> It's, I, I, I'm, I'm somebody who really loves the product and loves Disney, and I, I love talking about it. So I, I, I always love to be invited on podcasts and to chat with people because it's something that I'm passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's our hobby too. And well, if you live that close, that just means that next time Brian and I are down, we're yeah, gonna have we, to get dinner. Yeah, we definitely uh, have to go out, like hang out with you. Yes, definitely. Go to the boathouse, something like that, and Brian will pay for it and every and everything. So that just all works out. <laughs> No, just, just got sure. Down. I will. Actually, I will. <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Sweeten the pot there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Scott, thank you so much for coming on with us. So tell everybody where they can find you. You have your own podcast too, right? Yeah, we, we do the DVC weekly show. Uh, it's, we just started, it's been going on for a little over a year now. Uh, it's, it's 
it's it's doing okay. It has not, you know, taken off dramatically or anything, but we still enjoy doing it. I do it with our broker, Jason Erpelding, who's the broker for our buy and sell company. But yeah, you, you can always find, again, we're online, we're dvc-rental.com. Put in the dash to save the cash. So please don't forget that dash in there. <laughs> and on the res- on the resale side, we're buy and sell dvc.com. And you, you can always email me directly at scott, S-C-O-T-T, at dvc-rental.com. Sweet. That is awesome, man. So, And we'll also put links to your uh, site in our show notes. So thank you, everyone, for always listening, for, for coming in with us. And, of course, you can find us on Facebook at A Spoonful of Podcast, Spoonie Nation. Just type that into Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Get in on the conversation. Uh, find Scott on Facebook, too. Uh, we'll, we'll put the links in there. You can reach out to him, connect with him, see some of the deals, some of the maybe the resale contracts, rent, renting points and stuff like that that he posts. I know, I've I see his posts all the time, and I know he posts quite often. So if you're if you're looking for a vacation, sometimes even they have some last minute deals which we didn't even talk about. So yeah. as you can go in there and find Scott, look up what he just mentioned, and um, go that way. I know I just branched off on a bunny rabbit trail, which I do sometimes. <laughs> but also, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. You can email us as well, info at a spoonful of podcast dot com. You can always email us with show ideas, your thoughts, how Brian needs to pay for your boathouse dinner, something like that. You know, we, we take emails all the time. So uh, but always, uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you listening to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to us. If you do listen to us on either one of those two, we do appreciate the reviews. Uh, kind of like what Scott says, we see a lot of you listening, but we don't get a lot of reviews. So it would be great for you to pop in, give us a five-star rating if you think we're worth five stars, uh, and then just go from there. But as always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. I'm thinking. I'm getting this feeling. I'm the guy from the uh, Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor who has to buy everybody churros <laughs> with the boathouse here. Yeah, that take is care, true. everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to a spoonful of podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of Now that you've experienced the magic. It's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, The Return to Civilization.